Hey everyone, I'm Wendy McSwain. Welcome to A Real Life Moment. This is a podcast series by Real Life Church to offer you a conversation that we're having. We talk about our sermon series or just give you some encouragement. Today I have Mike Davis, our lead pastor here with us, and we're going to talk through the series, The Fruit of the Spirit. All right. Hey Mike, how are you? I'm good, Wendy. How are you doing? I'm good. Getting through sickness. I'm feeling better. Not sickness, sickness, but just stuff in you the You sound head. clearer than you did last Getting week. Getting there. I told everybody last week I was working on my Barry White imitation. <laughs> those that are about 40 and under didn't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I'm glad you're feeling better and a <laughs> yeah. little bit clearer. All right, so let's jump right in and talk about yeah. the fruit of the Spirit. Now, we have already done five weeks of this of this series that's right so um we started it fun with love and joy and a fun song we had the kids on stage that was really neat. wasn't that cool i really was so excited for uh, the discovery island kids to do their little dance and their song and i hope people are picking that up you know at the end of every, every week just hearing that song and okay get that in my head and obviously it's not about being able to recite the fruits it's about developing the fruits in your life but once you hear those things it's like okay I need to be better at that. I need to work on that. Lord, help me. And we surrender. And again, it's a work of the Spirit. We can't do this on our own because we don't have that. Right. But His work in us can. Um, so this is, it's been really practical and it's and it's really been enjoyable to listen to too. Where do you get the idea to do uh, a sermon series like this? Well, I had uh, actually done this, uh, The Fruit of the Spirit, about 12 or 15 years ago. So it was kind of like, you know, we need to relook at this. And one of the reasons, I got some really good resources uh, to going back through it, but uh, the initial one I did several years back, I called it uh, Got Fruit, yeah. because that was during the milk industry's uh, uh, campaign, Got Milk. I thought, well, let's take advantage of just that theme, which you really enjoyed it. But it's been a while, yeah. and uh, these are fruits that should be developing in our lives. And uh, if they're not, we need to be asking ourselves why they aren't. So just going back through each of them. And the thing for me personally that I've enjoyed is just the depth. Because the front end of those, love, joy, peace, patience, we we pretty much, okay, we know those are things we've got to work on and consistently surrender to because we're not good at them. But these other five, those are, uh, I, I want to get in some depth with that. Yeah. Because for most of us, we're like, well, kindness, yeah, I need to be kind. Oh, next, right. next fruit. But we're hopefully going a lot deeper, and people are realizing, wow, there's some things here that I've not really thought through. Yeah. So, and by the way, the last one's coming. Self-control. Self-control. That's the big one, so get (laughs) ready for that one. That's our hard one. That's always. For sure. Yep. For everybody. So, um, we talked about why, why we studied that. We studied the fruits of the Spirit for freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, We study them for discernment, and then we also how we're going to you know for growth how do we actually grow these so that's the reasons why we really um studied these things and like you said it seems like oh joy yeah whatever but each week there have been points in there that really bring a depth to it that's like oh this is how i grow that or how the spirit grows that in my life um it's it's not just as simple as it sounds that's right the discernment part of that was was big for me um because jesus teaches you shall know them by their fruits so that means that I need to be able to discern, mm. but that also means that you have should discern that in my life. So it kind of goes both ways, um, but, but having a discerning heart that when I'm around people, that I pick up on what, what's God doing in that life. Now, again, I'm not a, produ- uh, a professional fruit inspector. Right. That's not our job. <laughs> our job's not to judge uh, or be critical, but I do have the ability and should, according to Jesus, be able to see and acknowledge, okay, this is going on in that person's life. And that helps us to know the difference between mm-hmm. the sheeps and the wolves. 
you'll know them by their fruit. So discernment's a big piece to this. Yeah. You talked a little bit about discernment on being kind mm-hmm. last week. And I know when we were sitting there, you said, you know, some of your illustrations were about husbands and wives and how we all obviously need to be kinder to each other. But part of it too is, you know, speaking the truth in love to somebody, yeah. d- discerning how you do that in a kind way. I mean, that's, that that's being kind to someone. And I don't think we often think that. Um, you think, well, I'm just going to wear them out and tell them the truth. Well, a lot of times it's the kind thing to do, to use discernment and to say what needs to be said. We, we, I mean, I think the world we live in today, one of the things it needs to see is that as believers, we can speak truth, but do it in a kind heart. Hmm. I don't think we do a good job of that. And that's one of the reasons I think many people are, are not attracted to the gospel. It's not that we're not willing to speak truth, but it's how we speak it. Now, a lot of times we struggle in, should we speak the truth? Right. We should always speak the truth, but speak it in love. And that's what's attractive. And when you start talking with people who are mad and angry because they're going to get their point across, but then they deal with somebody who is getting their point across with kindness and graciousness, that's attractive. Right. I, I will willingly listen to somebody that is willing to treat me with respect. Yeah. And if we do that well, I think we've got a tremendous opportunity to impact the world. That sounds like a really big way we can know the spirits working on these fruits in our lives is that we're able to have conversations i mean that's just a practical thing every day there's something in the news or something happens that people have opinions on that's right and um you know maybe that we we were talking about how when you look back you maybe can see how these fruits are growing in your life it's not in the moment you you might not always realize it but in this day and age being able to have a conversation with somebody without it going you know downhill yeah um, and, and being able to confront, and I know that was a part of this past uh, weekend, when do you confront uh, and when do you not? Uh, we, I think, as believers, oftentimes we do sugarcoat kindness yes. to the point that we don't want to deal. But the flip side is when we do, we do it wrongly. Right. If we find that balance of, okay, I've got to speak the truth, but speak it in love— and when this person that I'm confronting, I let them know, listen, I'm with you through this. I'm not here to bash you. I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm not making to look myself puffed up. This is for your, your good. And, and when uh, the, the joy of that, and we go back to Sunday's message, when Paul did that with Peter right. at the church at Antioch, I mean, I think that showed the Gentile believers as well as the Jewish believers, because both were here. They were both there that the gospel truly and it goes back to the whole first step is for freedom they're free to be the people that god's called them to be but they don't you know they're they're not going to be unable to confront over issues that need to be confronted yeah yeah i think one of the joyful parts of this is that the fruit of the spirit growing that in your life is not for legalism or for a checkoff list or like oh i'm doing that wrong or you know these are things that the spirit works in us that um that you know that provide growth and grow our relationships and make us feel more free i I love that because i think so many of the things that people think the church is about is you've got to change and this is how you ought to do it and if you're not like this you're not welcome well, this is the opposite of that, really. That's exactly right. And I think uh, as believers, we can easily fall into the checkoff box. Yeah. Okay, love to a piece. But it, when I'm doing this as the Spirit leads and guides, 
the freedom that comes with that. Man, I'm just living life and I'm exuding Jesus and the Spirit is moving. And that person that was unlovely to me, I can respond in love. That person over there, I can joyfully deal with them. And it just kind of comes, again, supernaturally. I know we talked about this earlier, but I love that word pneuma. That's why I brought it out a couple of weeks ago when I really thought through that word study of pneuma and when I and that spirit, right? That's so the spirit. spirit, the Greek word is pneuma. That's right, and the and the word is wind. wind. And made the com- uh, comparison to pneumatic tools, and I had never thought about that. Wow, that's something that we know in our culture, pneumatic mm-hmm. tools. But what makes that happen is the compressed air. That's what Jesus is wanting to do in us through the Spirit. Is the compressed power of mm-hmm. His presence, and that produces the fruit. So it's not something I'm forcing. It's not something I'm trying to do or having to do. It just flows supernaturally. Yeah. Now, we're not perfect people. We know that. But when this happens well, and I'll go back to I personally believe that that starts in your daily quiet time. Mm. Just being very in tune with the Lord every day, through the day. God, make me alert. Make me aware. Give me discerning eyes. Give me a discerning spirit so that... Um, uh, when these opportunities come, it's you working. It's not me, and I'm not forcing anything. I'm just letting it flow, and that's the freedom. That to me is when when the when the Christian walk is is rich. Yeah, and you know, it, we talked about your perspective one week. That might have been joy um, when we talked about you know what you're focusing on, and yeah, if you right. if you are if you've had your quiet time, we all know that. If you've had your quiet time, if you've prayed, when when it comes, whatever it is. The spirit is moving through you instead of the way Wendy wants to and react. You're already prepared. <laughs> you, you had that time yeah. that morning during that day. You, you're sensitive to that, and that is so important in our our spiritual walk because the insensitivity and the callousness of the world can push in on us too, and we can respond that way. Yes. But if I've been with the at sitting at the feet of the Master, then then and then I'm already in tune with Him. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So we're about halfway through, a little more than halfway now. Yeah. Um, we've got some tough ones coming up, but you said goodness is going to be fun. Goodness, that's <laughs> this weekend, and that's going to be fun. I, I think you'll really enjoy the front end of this. I know I did preparing it, and, and so that'll be a fun message. But again, each one of these just takes it deeper than than uh, what you initially read. Okay, goodness, I know that's supposed to be good. Right. No, we're going to go a whole lot deeper than that and, and really challenge what that looks like. And ultimately, that goodness comes because God's good. And all the fruits are, are produced in us through the Spirit because that's the characteristic of who He is. Last week, you said, if you're not kind, you're not like Jesus, something like that. Yes. And that, that was really powerful to me. because I, I, that's And that's the key to these fruits is these are all things that Christ worked in his life absolutely and if we want to be like him these are the practical ways we can do that now again that's not something we can work so hard to make happen that's right this is allowing the spirit to make us like him and it's good to hear you say that because i really wanted that to be a poignant moment because i think it's easy for us to have the idea well i I come to church i read my bible i can quote verses that's all great but if i'm not kind i'm not like jesus and 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 many of us have experienced people who claim the name but they're some of the meanest, right. harshest, crass people you've ever met. That's not Jesus. Well, no wonder it's not attractive. Who would want that? Yeah. Let me be around people who exude these fruits and who speak the truth in love. Yeah. And then, you know, I think, well, I know people will be more open to what Jesus 
how he can change their life if he sees these fruits in us. Well, that's the Spirit's work. I mean, I can't uh, compel anybody to Christ. I can certainly attempt to, but that's got to be a work the Spirit does in their heart to confront with truth, to convict with sin, to compel them to follow. Right. I can't make that happen. I think about that every week at the close of a message. I can't make anybody here make a decision to follow Jesus. What I can do is express what I've shared, yeah. but it's the work of the Spirit that's going to draw that people, uh, that person to himself, not me. But we can we can show that by being kind to people, though, Absolutely. and loving, that's and right. you know, joyful. When that's right. I mean, I you know, it's real easy most days to be pretty down about things in this world. Absolutely, it, I mean, so if if there's somebody that seems to just, and again, that's not a fake happiness. That's right. But you know, they're oh wow, that person just has a different perspective than what I have. That well, sticks out. Well, if you're if you're if you're tuned into jo- into uh, into truth, that changes everything. The, the reason most of us don't exude these fruits really well is because we're tuned into the circumstances. Yeah. We're looking for us to have a good day to be joyful. Yeah. Well, if I know Jesus and the truth is he's created this day and whether my circumstances go great or not, I find my joy tugged into him, not tugged into the world. Right. That changes everything. Yeah. And so as I'm going through a difficult day, I can still have joy. I can still show love to people. I can still be kind, whether that person was kind to me or not. Yeah. It's not about that. Yeah. So when I'm tuned into him, this comes real simple. Doesn't come easy. Yeah. It comes simple. Right. Just surrender to him. <laughs> the work of the Spirit. That's, that's good. right. That's not easy, but no. it's good. That's right. Um, so we've got a few more weeks. We talked about um, goodness is this week and then self-control there at the end. That last one, just get ready. <laughs> uh, that's the one we all struggle with. So yes. I think that's why Paul put it at the at the last to really hone in that, that this is this will be the one that this is probably the one that is the greatest test as to where you stand in your walk right Ugh. yeah <laughs> thanks mike You're, not where i want to be <laughs> be there for that service i can't wait for that one well i do think it's neat the way that the order of these that, I do too. you know you start with love which is the basis and yes. then go through yep the, the the root is love and out of that all the other fruits grow that's good yeah all right okay Anything else about this series? People can go back. If you need to go back, I know I've had a few people ask me, are these somewhere? Yes, they're on the website because yeah. all of this is super good and practical. So go there and f- you can find the whole series. Uh, rewatch them if yeah. you weren't in the service that I, day. I've, I've enjoyed doing it. I've enjoyed it even more than I thought. Uh, so I, I do, I've always believed that um, taking the deep truths of Scripture but making them practical is so important because people get lost in the depths of theology. Mm-hmm if they're not living it out. So, you know, it's not going to do any good for me just to think about it. It's going to be great if I can go out and live that and exude that and people are drawn to Christ through it. Yeah, that's the goal. That sounds good. That's the plan. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thank thank you for having me. Thank you for speaking with us, everybody. We're glad that you listened today. If you have questions, if you want to talk to a staff member here at Real Life Church, go to discoverreallife.net. The sermons are there. Our Connect card's there. Uh, Lots of good information if you need it. And definitely come this Sunday. Looking forward to it. We'll have a great time talking about goodness. Sounds good. All right. All right. Thanks, Wendy. Mm -hmm. See y'all.